what we do at PBE Podcast is yeah. say three, two, one, and we have to say, let's go. Okay. Like charged up. I am charged. <laughs> three, Gotta back up a little bit. Okay. Two, one, let's go. Yeah. That was power. So, hey, I'm Kate Stoudy coming from Vancouver, Canada, doing a field trip in Tucson, Arizona. Cal- so you drove to California. Yes. With John Mark Stoudy, who we've had on our show. Yes. Your father. My father. <laughs> running all kinds of crazy businesses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mining like crazy. You've been watching him do that your whole life. How's that been? So that has been crazy. We are the definition of rocks on the mantle place when it comes to being the daughter of a geologist. <laughs> right on. So along our coast trip coming from California through yeah. Washington, uh, we've been collecting rocks along the way. We've what? been seeing, seeing the bluffs, seeing the topography, learning all oh about the faults, God. geological settings. What? Yeah. So, so you're like, you, you have basically like an associate's approaching a bachelor's degree in geology. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but. <laughs> and then you went from California to Arizona. Yes. And now you're on your way to New Mexico. Yes. Wow. And then up to Colorado, Idaho, and back home to Canada. Wow. And you're going to school in LA. Yes. How long have you been going to school in LA? For two years now. So I'll be starting my third. You've been in and around LA in the last two years. Yes. Revolving your life around the school of what's it called again? Occidental College. For the last two years. Yes. Yes. Which is basically the outpouring of the COVID 19 <laughs> pandemic. There is that part to it. Yeah. Wow. And how old are you? I am 21. What? Yeah. So you're 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. experiencing COVID and experiencing college life, mm-hmm. getting a degree in economy. Yes. And now you, you're literally living this major, what some argue is the biggest money moving change of wealth and everything that they're calling this. And you're an economist. Yes. Teach me something. What is going on <laughs> in the world right now? So what we started with is focusing on the economy in general, global. Um, when you come down to the micro level, you're looking at LA. And so what happened specifically at my college with everyone going online is that we all had to adapt to an online learning space. So what that did was actually draw you outside of the classroom, put you in your own home, and you're having to study, communicate to your professors, to your other classmates while studying the economy as this monumental moment is going on in history. I got the chills right now. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. How did that, what was your experience to that? So my experience was, so coming, I had to fly home um, because the school shut down. And so I flew home. I continued my courses online in from Canada in Vancouver. And I was studying a economics course called Austrian economics, which is a libertarian focus libertarian the Austrians that made the dirt bike KTM the Austrians. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Yeah, I am. Wow. And it's, okay. Yeah. It's because, so in Austria, there was a man who went by the name of Carl, uh, of Malthus, Malthus. Malthus okay. Yes, exactly. Following. And he wanted to focus on less government intervention. Okay. So what's really interesting is while I was studying this Austrian libertarian focus, that is a no government intervention focus, all of this COVID 
experience is going on where it's the greatest government intervention moment in the 21st century. Like a natural intervention. Exactly. Moment. exactly. Out of our control at anyone's control. Exactly. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you got an interesting philosophy going on here. Mm -hmm. uh, your experience is about to get very interesting because, you know, experience for me in my 20s, right? I didn't go straight to college. I went and, and worked. I got to travel the country and do dirt bike stuff. It was really cool. I mean, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people. But it's an interesting thought for me when it comes down to experience of, of physically being with someone and experiencing what to say, what not to say, what, right? You're kind of, that's how you get through life. That's yeah. how you understand people. Yeah. That's how you understand communication, right? That's what wires you. You're doing this digitally. You're doing this through screens and all that stuff yeah. at a very pivotal point in your life development wise mm -hmm. as a 19, 20, 21 year old. Not so much of this physical stuff's happening. It's this big digital movement and it's creating this void, yeah. it sounds like. It really is because I go to a school, Occidental College is about 2000 kids. Whoa. So when you go down there, you kind of expect to socialize all the time. That's really where you build your network. Right. And especially studying economics, that's really building the network to move on to the next level, whether that be a master's or a job. But when all of that is taken on individually, then you're only really speaking to your professors online. Mm. And then the students within your classroom, you're not making the little social, social connections of just like passing by on campus. It's all just class based. So you're not able to make the little little moments with people yeah yeah how strange yeah. okay so you got a libertarian style of way of thinking about yes. this you just you like the austrian way of mm -hmm. doing things mm -hmm. and then you see this natural intervention yes that's now what what so take me from there where are we at where are so we at? now what we're doing is studying what the government's reaction is to this pandemic mm. and the government's reaction is to support its economy and so that's what revolved around the stimulus checks so now those are coming uh -huh. out. And so taking this libertarian approach is interesting because they're more into the idea of government shouldn't touch the economy. Let the market supply and demand make an equilibrium. Machiavellian. Exactly. Things fall apart. They fall apart. It's, it's how it works. Exactly. Creative Whoa. destruction. So usually Whoa. libertarian is thinking, OK, creative destruction, the industries or companies that are not supposed to make it through this natural pandemic moment in history won't make it through. And so we'll creatively create new industries that come out of this. Like what? Like, so technology is just the huge platform. Oh, yeah. So everyone gets onto online databases, gets onto Skype and specifically Zoom. And so that's so what we're on right now. Exactly. <laughs> so everyone just takes their way into this virtual world. So it's actually beyond just the physical world and more in this virtual atmosphere where now you'll, you're able to connect and it's more common to connect with someone who's 2000 miles away on Zoom. Yeah. It's becoming the norm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So our government comes in, says, we're going to stimulate our economy. We need mm -hmm. money to make money. Everybody that's in business, you're going to get stimulated. Yeah. And we did, right? Yes. My business included. Everybody got money from this thing, right? Yeah. If, as long as you had your taxes right, as long as you're doing everything right, yeah. blah, blah, blah. If we were in Austria, that wouldn't have happened. You're right. You're right. It would have been, oh. well, back in like the 18th century. Um, oh. So now yeah. it's kind of like, uh, you know, I guess the economy is 
good yeah, enough. It's yeah, well enough. They, would, they recovered. Yeah, right? exactly. What happened in Austria exactly. during the, this so, time? So Aus- the Austrian approach is more, it was more just discovered by um, men in Austria. It was specifically Malthus. And then you'll hear of Ludwig von Mises. Whoa. And those were two men who came up with this theory of, of non-government intervention. And they explored it. They took comparisons around Europe to see how the model worked. And they found that a lot of the governments really did intervene. Um, and mm. so taking that into kind of like the 21st century and here with this pandemic, we're seeing the government intervene, come up with these stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. But what my generation is going to start to see is what happens because of giving the government, the, the population, the stimulus checks. What's your expectation? What's your prediction on what's going to happen? So one thing that is going to happen in, from my point of view is going to be inflation. So since we money game came out to the population, it's trying to stimulate the market, stimulate purchases, keep consumerism going, keep investments going. That's right. Um, But what that's going to do is because people are spending now it's inflating the money supply. So what's going to happen to prices in the future. They could go up and that'll just cause inflation. Interesting. Interesting. How about uh, a a drastic increase in our ability to find natural resources like copper and gold and silver, oil and gas, all that stuff, right? And all this new battery technology. What if we drastically increase our ability to spend way less money and get way more results on natural resources. Would that help? That would help. That would help very much. Definitely making the move towards electricity would help too. So as we're seeing with electrical vehicles, Mm -hmm. um, making wind farms, water generation, Mm -hmm. all ways to step away from even the natural resource. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, renewables. Exactly. What you, what's your take on renewable? What What's your take on the oil and gas industry? When you when you when you're sitting on a flight and the guy next to girl next to you goes, <laughs> "I work in the oil and gas industry." How do you feel when they say that? Oof. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I think um, I think it's going to be a really big move to start stepping away from that. We want to get away from kind of like drilling into the earth, drilling. We want to be able to use what we have just on the surface of the earth and not disrupt anything, any geological formations below. And just because we don't know where that could lead us long-term. Well, that's right. But we've been doing it for almost a hundred years. Yes. Right. So we, you're also going to see, I think in your near future, this drastic response in our ability as, as human, as a species around the planet to manage these resources way better than we used to. Yes. Right, we're going to be much more successful in yeah. where we drill, why we drill, how we use the energy. That could be yeah, a drastic, yeah, drastic yeah. change in the next yeah. 10, 15 years. Yeah, especially with how much water resource goes into drilling, goes into uh-huh. mining. Yeah, we're going to have to be more and more frugal on have it. Have to. Yeah, there's no yeah. other option. Yeah, yeah. Because renewables is not the option, and it's not the realistic one yet. There's, there, it's, they're getting struck. They're, they're going in the right direction, but they really need a lot of help, and a lot of that help is hydrocarbon. Fuel, oil and gas. That's yeah. a very efficient, a very reliable energy source. It's 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 allowing us to continue to do what we do for sure. But we all get it that we need to get more efficient. That's how it works, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're integrating, we're innovating, you know, we're getting there. Yeah. But so right now you're focusing on getting your degree done on yeah. economy. Yeah. Yeah. While dealing and watching how our government as a Canadian. Yeah. 
Are you a U.S. citizen or you're Canadian? I am. I'm you're both. A US, okay, you're both. Yes. How does that work? You have like some dual kind of, citizenship. Dual citizenship. Okay. Yeah. My dad was born in uh, Kenora. Oh. Yeah. You believe that? <laughs> Isn't that cool? Super cool. Tittlemeyers come from Eastern Canada somehow. They yeah. hopped the pond during you know the wars and all that yeah. stuff. We, yeah. we never really got to the bottom of it. But anyway, okay. fun fact. I got some Canadian in me, <laughs> so I, I have the ability to feel like I can traverse borders. Right, naturally. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Canada. Yeah, <laughs> Canada welcomes everyone. How's Canada doing, by the way, from your perspective mm -hmm. on kind of being in LA, mm -hmm. one of the central hubs of the Americas? Mm -hmm. You know, how's Canada going? So Canada was locked down for a long time. We took it pretty seriously, especially with the border. So the border between Canada and the U.S. and mm -hmm. also Canada, other countries, has been closed for a long time. Wow. And every month they're reevaluating depending on what streams of COVID are still around, whether they want to open up that border or not. Mm. And so it is closed during, at this moment. Wow. Um, we're looking to an August possible opening up. Wow. Um, but so that will... Quick. That will come in with some quarantine rules. Oh, snap. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How's the economy doing after all this? So the economy has been doing well, as just as the U.S. did. Canada had the stimulus checks go on. Okay. And they had a specific program called CERB that was for students who weren't able to get employment during COVID, and they were given a check. What? They had a bachelor's yeah. degree? But couldn't get a job, they yeah, got a check. Yeah, yeah. What? If they were going through the later half of high school into college, um, they would get a check because what? of the inability to find work. You had to what? be actively looking for work. You had to show that, right? Yes, you had to show some proof. Documentation, that yeah. But uh, what do you think was. the thought? What is the thought on uh, you know getting a check in the mail without really doing anything for that? Does that how does that do how is that going for your generation? I think one thing that it hit hard as work ethic because mm. I think during that age is when you're starting to learn to work hard yeah. and get results out of what you work for. This is where you're mm. going to college where you're how you're representing yourself and grades are mattering more and more because your life decisions are going to come after those four years. And so one thing that's going to be key is work ethic. Yeah. And especially when you're sitting at home on a computer screen, that's what your years turned into. Whoa. And so there's a lot less drive to complete everything that you would be doing if you were around all, all other students being on campus, being wow. in the college environment. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so what do you think? Are we going to be staying in this kind of digital world? I think that the world during this COVID year really took off into this virtual space. Yeah. That's where everyone is existing. That's where the market is. And so I do think that that is going to be the steps forward as, as, as we are students, we have had the experience of taking our learning into that second atmosphere, into that virtual world during this time that we're supposed to be learning. And we're learning a lot about not only subjects, but about life. Yeah. And so that has right. become naturally what life has, what life is now. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm excited for you. I'm excited that you're <gasps> pumped, this pumped about the economy. <laughs> you pay attention to this stuff. Uh, you mentioned right before we started recording this, mm -hmm. this, this void that's happening in inner city. Yes. So explain that. Yeah. Please. So what's happening right now is during COVID, 
the cities got locked down and workspaces started to get shut down. Everyone went home to work online and join this virtual atmosphere of Zoom and Skype. Um, And so what happened with the cities getting locked down and rents being as expensive as they are, the working population has decided to move outwards towards the suburbs. In the suburbs, they can raise their kids, they can do work from home, they can do everything online, and they don't have to be in such a central location where their network usually is because now their whole network is online. Now it's the natural to just communicate with someone and say, let's set up a Zoom call. Not being downtown, not being in a skyscraper, not all that stuff. They're getting out. Yeah. And your generation's filling it in. Exactly. So now that rents are coming down, specifically I know in Vancouver, um, rents are coming down in downtown. So that is drawing in all the kids who are graduating college or who have downtown campuses are being drawn into the city. So that's what is creating a hub for the 20 to 25 year old generation. Wow. It's a physical hub. It is. It's not a digital one, right? As as things are opening up, it's becoming replaced with with that physical hub and yeah and they're bringing with them their kind of like online learning experience bringing it to that hub so it is they're like half digital half physical (laughs) i don't even know how to look at you right now you're like a machine (laughs) we got doubles going on yeah uh whoa so something that's interesting for me Mm -hmm. you know last 10 years of my life going Mm -hmm. from college to professional blah blah blah, they call it the great crew change this idea that there's all these graduates and all these jobs in like the 70s and then the 80s 90s to the 2000s there was like none so it's like almost 30 years of like this big gap okay yeah and now the people that are in these high positions in oil and gas specifically on the geology side on the science side it's very old timer and young there's there's really no gap of these like 35 to 45 50 year olds it's very few and far between and now we're blowing up again on, on young geoscientists, yeah, right? Young people yeah. that are excited about, wait a minute, what is this natural world? What is yeah. serpentosphere, right? Like it's yeah. caught your attention yeah. for sure. It cracks Walking the world. Here, yeah. You're gonna start picking up more rocks. <laughs> uh, but it's the great crew change. Everyone talked about this great crew change, this, this idea that there's this new generation that's coming in and it's all about how can we grab the knowledge and the wisdom and the experience of the old timers and, and transfer that to this great crew change or through the great crew change. What you're telling me is that it's happened. It's that nature has now forced us into that situation. You guys are doing it. You guys are not, you guys are totally okay with living on top of each other, living downtown (laughs) and starting to run the businesses. Look, this office space is open because they didn't need it anymore. Well, now I can use that to whatever, right. To run a bar or run some business and you guys are now filling in this big gap this big mysterious great crew change thing yeah yeah you guys are coming in and you're eager optimistic you got that optimistic (laughs) what's interesting is what's your worldview i did the last question because i know we don't have much time i told you we could talk about hours (laughs) with your what you're doing here Mm -hmm. uh but what's your perspective on like worldviews how are we how how's our relationship from your perspective from different countries around the world? Let's see. I think as the world moves forward, as it globalizes, as it turns into this virtual sphere, I'm seeing it's easier to connect with individuals who are abroad. I'm seeing that 
while travel restrictions have been harsh for the moment, there's actually been a lot specifically on social media showing a lot that people in the 20 to 25 year old range are getting into traveling. It's starting out small. It's starting out just like going to popular hubs for travel, vacation, weekend vacations, but it is going to evolve into more and more travel. So really what it's going to expand into is going abroad to work, doing the virtual atmosphere, but from abroad. So instead of being at home and working at home, you're going to want a virtual job in order to be wherever you want in the world. You're like in Venice. (laughs) Exactly. Laptop running. (laughs) Doing your work. Yeah. Wow. So it's, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting positive twist. Yeah, yeah. I think totally. a lot more communication, a lot more relationship building between countries. Okay, oh. in your opinion, who has the strongest economy right now post-COVID? Post-COVID, I'm going to say China is looking really strong. Wow. They, I think the U.S. has always has always been a strong economy, um, has their government intervention has really helped in this moment, keeping the market going. But I think China has really looked towards future because they've, they're on the better side of, of COVID now. And so I think that they're economy, controlling the bug in their country. Yeah, you mean? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I yeah. Hear that. Uh, interesting. Now, yeah. what about the U S dollar being kind of, that's what we trade on, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. how things work. Isn't that, that's a, that's a good foothold in what's going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it always has been, especially in, um, Africa traveling there. Like everyone uses the U S dollar, oh. um, as, as a currency. So it's either their wow, native currency or yeah. Or wow. as in Tanzania, when I visited there, yeah, we use the American dollar. dollar. Mm-hmm. George Washington. He's mm-hmm. like, Give me a Benjamin. I'll take you wherever you need to go. He knew what you were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have too many Franklins, but (laughs) used what I had. Right. I didn't know that. I I knew uh, infrastructure wise, China Mm -hmm. has been investing a ton in Africa and and other places. Um, And they do. They have a great uh, position on renewable energy, minerals and metals Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of how that transition to a different form of energy or alternative energy. Hydrocarbon energy is always going to be here, in my opinion, at least for the next 20, 30 years strong. But Mm -hmm. there's going to be all kinds of opportunities for technology and innovation to happen in all these other ways. China owns a lot of the minerals in the ground. A lot of those sources to make all that stuff is China China operated and owned from what I know about it. I don't know if that's completely accurate, but... That's yeah. pretty interesting what you're saying. They got a good position post COVID. Yeah. It seems like they've done a good job in investing in their future as a, you know, a supplier of very needed materials yes. for all this new ways of creating energy. Yeah. And Be- they're building a highway through Turkey to um, cross over into Africa. And so they're really moving their front across Europe. What? There's yeah. a straight up highway yeah. from China to Africa. We're about to see. Whoa, yeah. bullet trains yeah. and shit? Through, we'll see, through Turkey. We'll see what they come up with. It could even be beyond that. Yeah, and who knows? They probably have like some yeah. freaking machine where they just step in and all of a sudden you're in Africa. Your yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're <laughs> in transportation mode. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I feel good about our ability to move forward. I really have a lot mm-hmm. of confidence in what we have in America. Regulations, politics, all of it considered. I think we do have a strong position to get out there and fight, get work, good work put together, move money to make more money. It's not this just relying on bailouts and all this mm-hmm. stuff, all the bad business. 
I think in our country is starting to work itself out. I think nature is just saying, sorry guys, it does, it's not gonna work this yeah. way. Yeah, exactly, that creative destruction lens. Creative destruction. <laughs> Whoa, you're gonna write a PhD on that or what? <laughs> Maybe so. Are you thinking masters or job? Last question, um, and then we're getting out of here. I'm thinking masters. Whoa, occidental. Continue, continue the studies into behavioral economics. See how the world really operates. That's like a psychology degree, <laughs> sociology degree. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it would be yeah. technically? Uh, Masters in social sciences. Yeah. Social science. Yeah. Wow. Where do you want to go to do um, it? I'm not sure yet. The West Coast. Gonna stay on the West Coast. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. just love that thing. I really do. Wow. <laughs> Can't go back up to Canada. It's open. Oregon, um, Washington. Staying in the States, I really, okay. I feel drive. There's so much opportunity in the U.S., whether it is job, whether it is school, there is just opportunity all the time. And get me all charged up, ready to run through a wall right yeah. now. Uh, wow. So yeah. San Diego, it doesn't matter. You're just going to look um, for a I'm good school. Thinking, I'm thinking USC right now. What? School business Trojan. Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Your yeah. experience is going to be really, really unique. Yeah. And I think very powerful. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. Stay focused. Pick up rocks as much as you can. <laughs> Stay connected <laughs> we'll to the do. natural world. Yes. Uh, and enjoy it. Enjoy every second of it because it's not guaranteed. You know what I mean? That's true. It could go online up. at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> they can hit the power switch on or off. We're not sure at this point. So we got to enjoy. You got to keep people laughing, keep people smiling. I like your attitude. I think you have a great dad. Uh, I'm pumped. He's I'm a great excited. leader. I'm excited for you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. High Troy. five. Thank you. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank All you right. for the great questions and the econ talk. I'm always for it. That was power. <laughs> right on. Thank you, Kate. Awesome. Thank you so much, Troy. We'll see you next time. Right on. Right on.